You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz, Mike, and Tina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. This edition of God Stories Radio, this is Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. What session is it? It's 2.43. 2.43, and it's Thursday night right here <laughs> under the lights. Yes, it is. Thursday night. Oh, we got an action-packed, fun-filled, whatever, tonight <laughs> for you. Yes. Glad testimony, you're here. testimony. Testimony. Yes, we do. And we got Mikey live and in color right yeah. here. Not going to get not calling in and getting knocked off tonight. Not not getting knocked off. Although that was pretty sad, though, that he gets knocked off right in the truck in front of the lake and the stars. And Mm -hmm. give us the backdrop, Mikey. Oh, it was. It was just great. The lake and I had the the uh, moon roof open and nice breeze coming through. And then Wi-Fi got knocked. Well, you're in person now, so that's right. Looking pretty dapper in your goatee, I must say. <laughs> I, I really like it. I, I, I do. I really like good. it too. Yeah, it's pretty dapper. I, yeah. I kind of like it too. I just had a thought on Easter morning to, uh, I never had a, a goatee before. And I said, okay, let's give it a try. See what happens. There you go. How about that? I think it's a good look for him. Sporting the Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Looks like Tampa bought the uh, Super Bowl. They got half the Patriots. They did. Miami get the other half. There you go. Hoopla for Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm pretty much sports illiterate, so that won't mean much to me. Okay. (laughs) Pass. Hey, we got any any likes this week? Uh, Countries? No. Nothing? Nope. All right. It's okay. It's okay. We love it. But we would ask if anyone out there has not liked this yet on Facebook, please do so. That's right. We would love to have you part of the GSR family. You bet we would. You bet we would. So what's going on over there? Well, it's been a good week. I've been uh, really delving into learning how to oil paint. I had oil painted many, many years ago, but it was like 25 years ago. So now I'm trying to re-educate myself on what I need to do. It's not as simple as you would think. (laughs) I'm having to re-educate myself every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One thing or another. Uh-huh. So I've been enjoying that. That's been fun for me. Well, fantastic. How about you, Mikey? Other than work and 
that's uh, work. That's about it. Just, I, I'm sure your security gig is uh, at the church. At the church, not no. I know I've got the all the guys on my uh, in a group thing that I keep uh, emailing every week to kind of like keep them keep them involved and so there on and so go. forth. So can see wait. the men are doing the uh, Monday night. Zoom. Yeah, they are. By the time I get home, it's already eight o'clock. So, well, I'm glad they're keeping it going. Yeah. Big shout out to Joe Burke. Yes, sir. Oh, I love that love guy. Love that guy. All right. Fantastic. It's just good to be together. It, it is. is. It yeah. really is. We got the Huffs in the house tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. The Mr. and the Mrs. Uh -huh. Yes, we do. <laughs> Jen and Dennis. And if you don't know Dennis, he is the host of Conquering Business Giants podcast. You can check it out right here. Well, here is where it's produced, but Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcast, he's all over. Yeah. He's all over the world. And if you're looking for good sound business advice uh, with in a Christian, Christian values, principles, and uh, I'll let him speak to that, but you won't find a better podcast under the planet, I promise you. So, and his wife, Jen, tonight yes. is giving her testimony. Indeed. And I'm going to turn it over to Dennis and uh, let him introduce her. Good evening, GSR family. This is Dennis Huff. And as Fritz said, we do have a podcast called Conquering Business Giants. I had the uh, wonderful pleasure a couple months ago to give my testimony here on GSR, and it was very moving for me. And Jen, my wife, sat in that night and was uh, very supporting of me for that. And I don't think we had reached the car before she said, I think I'm going to do this one night. And I said, babe, that would be awesome. So I have the, uh, the privilege tonight to uh, introduce and welcome my wife, Jennifer Huff, who goes by Jen. So I'll turn it over to her. Welcome, Jen. Yay. Welcome, Jen. Yay. Welcome, Jen. Thank We're so happy to have you. Thank you. Not everybody <laughs> says yes, you know. We act ask a lot of people. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, thank you. You're a very welcoming group. Well, thank you. Open door policy here. Uh -huh. You're always welcome. <laughs> I've heard that once or twice before. Yep. We'd like to thank Affirm Consulting, too, for our two new chairs. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what a blessing. Well, Jen, yeah. why don't you take us through your testimony? Start start at the beginning and kind of get the listeners familiar with your background, maybe where your parents came from, where you grew up, stuff like that. I was born in Italy. I was an Air Force brat. So oh. I was born overseas and then came back, spent my younger years um, in South Carolina um, and then we moved to Central Florida. I lived over in Volusia County for a while and then made it over to Orange County. Once I uh, graduated high school, got married, um, my husband at the time and I made our way out to Lake County. And we've been in Claremont since 1998. Um, all my entire family is here in Lake County now. Um, we just absolutely love it here. And we are a family that travels together. So when one of us moves, everybody ends up going the same direction and it's an uh -huh. amazing thing. My family is one of my biggest blessings. I just, I don't know what I would do without them. That's great. So um, I, I think as far as my testimony goes, there are so many layers. I'm like a tree. There's just so many branches and ways that God has used things that I've gone through in my life and the number of miracles that he has blessed me with. I just... I can never begin to count them. It would take a week. Um, but I would say the biggest thing that I've gone through in my life, I've had some medical issues that 100% God had his hand in long before I ever knew that I had the issue. Um, 
when I was 33, I decided to go visit a new doctor. And when I went to the doctor, the doctor listened to my heart and said, oh, you know, you have mitral valve prolapse. And I said, no, I'd never been told that before. And they said that they could hear it. So he said, she said, but I'm not a cardiologist. So I'm going to send you to a cardiologist just to have them confirm that for you because you'll need to take medication when you go to the dentist and whatnot. So I go to a cardiologist for the first time. They run some tests um, and tell me come back in a year and they were just going to compare and see if anything had changed. So I go back a year later and they said, yeah, something is a little bit different, but nothing to worry about. We're going to go do what they call a TEE. So they said, you would go to South Lake Hospital. They just put you under. They put a tube down and they look at your heart from the inside. So scheduled that. It was going to be an outpatient um, procedure. Not any big deal. I was already thinking about what I was going to have for lunch that day. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we run into the pastor of the church in the lobby of the hospital. Say hi. He says this prayer over me. When we get there, I guess there's a certain area of the hospital that they typically do these things in. And they said, we don't have any beds available in that in that unit but we have an ICU bed so we're just going to take you up there and we're going to do the test there okay so I go up they go in to do the procedure my husband at the time and my mom are waiting out in the lobby and the next thing I know I come to and the doctor is standing over me with my mom and my husband telling me it, and he's explaining to them these colors that he's seeing on the screen and he's saying we should not be seeing this hmm. so they called um, an ambulance to take me literally a hundred yards next door to have um, an MRI done because I had a, an aneurysm on my ascending aorta and they were afraid that it may have dissected. Well, that's what happened that John Ritter died from all of these people have died from unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. So they take me next door, bring me back and they said, it's not dissected yet, but it's 4.9. I had a bicuspid aortic valve, which is something that is becoming more well-known now, but it doesn't have any symptoms. So a lot of people don't know that they have it. So they brought me back. Fortunately, I already had my bed in ICU and um, I was able to stay that night and they were going to take me by ambulance the next day. Well, there's a hurricane coming. So they, (laughs) they kept me overnight and at six o'clock the next morning, took me by ambulance to ORMC to be checked there before the winds got too bad and they wouldn't be able to get me on the road. So my mom, my sister, everybody went with me and I'm going to, at that point they took me into the hospital and I, they were going to have to do a heart cath. Well, I'm going to sidestep to five or six years before that my now ex-husband and I had been trying to have children for four, three or four years not successful, went through specialist after specialist, had every test in the book run, nothing wrong with either one of us, could not figure it out. Artificial insemination, nothing worked. Nobody could figure out why. So when I go in to have the heart cath done, they have me completely prepped. And the doctor looks at me and says, is there any chance you're pregnant? I said, nope, no, no way. And he said, well, how do you know? I said, well, trust me, I tried for many, many, many years to get pregnant and I didn't. So he says, well, we ought to run a pregnancy test on you. They did that, came back in. Obviously I was not pregnant, but after doing the test on my heart, he said, if you would have ever gotten pregnant, you would not have survived. Wow. 
So clearly God knew that there was right. something that was going to come out down the line. Right. That I was supposed to be here for. You bet. So through through that process, I I was never afraid of what I was going through. I was never afraid of the surgery. I was never afraid of those things. I knew number one, the doctor, the first thing he told my mom and my husband at the time was this is something we only see in an autopsy. Wow. Wow. I remember waking up and him and him telling them that. And I thought, okay, I'm here for a reason. They have found this. I've survived it this long. God, you know, God protected me from the pregnancy. And I have to say, my son is my angel. Sorry. Oh, that's okay, Jen. Take your time. Wow. It's it's not easy going back. And I I can honestly say this story hits very close to home for me because I had an aortic aneurysm that almost dropped me to the ground. Wow. And how they found it, this is not about me, so I'll make it really, really quick. But I just want to say I'm really, I'm right there with you right now. I'm about to, to lose it because what happened to me was I went in for a standard heart cath, my uh, mitral valve was about to come off the hinge. Oh, Fritz. And when they saw that, that's when they saw that my aorta was was blown. I mean, it looked like a mushroom. But anyway, back to you. But they, fixed, was, they fixed they it. They did fix it. They did something called a Florida sleeve. Yes. Which is where they took a Dacron sleeve and they repaired mm-hmm. it. And I actually had that done at Florida Hospital as opposed to ORMC. Mm. And Dr. Tom Martin, who's the head of thoracic surgery at the University of Florida, mm-hmm. Uh, I knew very well and because I handled his account at uh, Altel, which was cellular at that time. He actually came and did the surgery with the surgeon, uh, Dr. Accolade, mm-hmm. there at Florida Hospital. Wow. Oh, yeah. That was a big deal. So, okay, wow. enough about me. Back to you. But I just wanted to say I'm, I'm oh, right there with you, Jen. God I'm bless right you. There with you. <laughs> it is. It, you hear those words and it, it oh, is. Oh, my gosh. It'll <laughs> stop you in your tracks. <laughs> that's for sure. So all these years trying to have a baby unsuccessfully and very fortunately, we just got to a point where we sat down with a doctor and the doctor said, okay, you know, we've got to become more aggressive. And we decided, you know what, there's nothing wrong with me now. Why should I intentionally put myself through something if there's another child out there that I'm supposed to have? And so just an immense peace. I mean, for years, just the sadness and then the distress of it. But it was such a calming feeling to make that decision. Mm-hmm. So it was October 31st. We said, nope, that's it. We're done. Walked out of the doctor's office, not going down that road again. Start socking money away. Didn't know how many years it would take us to adopt a baby. October 31st. Went home, turned it, it, filled out all of our paperwork, did our portfolio, turned it into an attorney. Uh, February 5th, got called that we had been selected by birth mother. Wow. So just within a couple of months, she was seven months pregnant. Mm. So February 5th, got that call and our son was born on April 6th. So five months from the day that we said, this is it. We had that brand new baby. Right. So he is absolutely my angel. And I tell him all the time, you know, he he was just exactly what God was bringing to me. And from that point on, I knew, you know, that I, 
I knew in my heart that he was the reason that I didn't get pregnant. And now I know that having him made me so feel so full and so much love that I didn't, I didn't need to have that experience mm -hmm. of delivering a child myself. I didn't need that. He was everything to me. And because of that, I tell him every day that I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have to lose my life to be able to get the child that God mm -hmm. created right. for mm -hmm. me. He is just mm -hmm. absolutely extraordinary. That's awesome. So, so like I said, I just, through anything that God puts me through, puts us through, I just know that even whether he's caused it or whether he's saving us for, from something else, mm -hmm. there's just a reason for yep. it. And I the peace that it gives me is you can just see around the corner. Incredible. Just yeah. told, told you that today, I think. You know, mm -hmm. Yeah. Take heart. It's absolutely amazing. And, yeah. and I mean, like I said, the family that he's blessed me with the, the people that he's brought into my life, he's equipped me for everything that I was going to go through. Um, I had many complications through my heart surgery. My mom stayed with me in the hospital for an entire month. Mm. I mean, wow. she, she just, she was there. She did everything that I needed when I went through a divorce as difficult as that was. My sister and brother-in-law swept us up and said, okay, and walked right alongside us and is what led me to this amazing man right here. So it's just, I just don't question anything, no matter what it is that I'm going through. I just, I thank God for it because I, I know there's going to be something brighter on the other side. Mm -hmm. Every day is a bonus now, isn't it? Jen? It is. Yeah, it really is. That is. Yeah. I will never be sad on a birthday. No, I say, you, you know wake what? Up on the other side of that night, every day is a bonus. <laughs> That's You're right. Here for a reason. That is exactly right. Exactly right. So I don't take anything for granted. That's for sure. Wow. How did your life change after the surgery, Jen? Um, it was difficult, obviously, physically, I would say, I always told everybody the Christmas lights are brighter. Um, it, just everything looks so much different when you realize, you know what, I wasn't promised this day and I'm, I'm here to see it and I'm here to witness it. So yes, you still obviously have all of those trying times and you have your pity parties and you have all of those things, but you really, truly do see everything clearer, brighter, more beautiful. Even going through this, Dennis and I have said, going through the um, this whole COVID-19 thing, we have felt so peaceful mm -hmm. and we have felt such a calm through it. And I mean, doing the social distancing and doing all of those things, but at the same time, if I cope myself and cover myself in prayer and I know that God is the one thing that can protect me that I can't protect myself from, I can still wash my hands and I can do all of those things, but God's the one in control of it. So mm -hmm. I, it, the peace that we've had and the amount of time that we have been able to spend together through this, we've spent more days in a row together with Dennis traveling with business than we have in the almost seven years we've been married. Mm -hmm. And so it's just been, it's been amazing. Fantastic. So, yeah. So how old is your son now? He just turned 19. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. He's in college. He goes to Florida Gulf Coast in Fort Myers, but of course is back home now because of the whole mm -hmm. pandemic. Sure. Right. He wanted to go stay down there and go through the summer, but 
unfortunately, you know, things have changed. So <laughs> not negotiable. No, 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 no. So he'll be home this weekend. But I mean, even even going through these things, you know, Mother's Day just is so much more special. You know, mm-hmm. you just you don't every holiday is absolutely amazing. But to be able to do this and give my testimony on Mother's Day weekend is just so cool. Yeah, he his timing's impeccable. Mm-hmm. I call him Jehovah Nick time. <laughs> because it just is, you know, to get a story like that on the, the eve of, of Mother's Day. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. Man, am I touched. That hits, that hits home with me big time. Wow. That story. That's amazing. What's other wow. pretty cool too, in this way my brain works, but she talked about where they, they only find those symptoms on an autopsy. Yeah. Talk about a modern day version of dying to self. Wow. Nice. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Analogy. Literally. Yeah, definitely. Because mm-hmm. it and does change your life. Yeah, it did. Wow. Absolutely. I don't know. I just thought that was pretty cool. Very you cool. You didn't feel any different at all up to that point? Not really. In, in thinking back, um, there was a little shortness of breath and thing and tiredness, but I was 33 years old. I had a five-year-old. I worked full time. He did tired sports. was your life. <laughs> yeah. He did sports. He did all of those things. Yeah. So I just chalked it up to that's what it was supposed to be like. Sure. And I think it was just so gradual mm-hmm. that, that things came on. Now, once they did diagnose it, the doctor who saw me at ORMC was getting ready to go out of town for a week. And he said, um, this is, he said, this is much more difficult than a bypass or anything like that. He said, but I am telling you I'm the best. Mm -hmm. So if he said, I think you're absolutely fine to wait for me to get back. And I said, okay, do I stay in the hospital or do I go home? And he said, if it was somebody in my family, I'd send them home. He said, because you don't have the exposure to infection or mm-hmm. anything like that. So I went home and I basically felt like a ticking time bomb for a week, <laughs> but I was able to sleep in my own bed. I was able to see my family and, and do all of those things. Yeah. That, there wasn't anything really stressful about yeah, no. <laughs> going home, just knowing your heart could explode at any, right. any given point in right. time, you know, Hey, right. no problem sleeping. So I remember on the Saturday night, it was when FUMC used to have Saturday night services and Pastor Doug would do children's chat and Austin was always right up front, (laughs) taking the microphone, ready to talk. And I remember he went up there that night and we were sitting in, in church and he took Pastor Doug's microphone and he said, can you pray for my mommy? She has a broken heart. And I thought, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's all I needed to hear. Exactly. (laughs) And and even all these years later, one of my dear friends from the church, she, when she and I connected, she started a Bible study and she came to me and she said, did you have, she wanted to know, she said, did you have some sort of an issue with your heart? She said she was in that service all those years ago. 15 years ago almost and she said I remember that story and she said and I remember I prayed for you for so long and then all of these years later for us to come full circle wow so yeah so 
it's amazing. God can, and I've come across several different people who have crossed paths with me, who I've been introduced to or have known or have met who've had this same issue. And I've sat with them. I've gone to doctor's appointments with them. I sat with their families while they've had their surgeries. So I just, I feel so blessed that in any way, shape or form that I can pay it forward. Cause I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, if I take the fact that God kept me here in vain, shame on me, you know, he's brought me through it. And if there's anything that I can do to help somebody else come through it and come out. And honestly, that's a high you can't take away. You can't describe that high when you can pay it forward and you can help somebody else or comfort somebody else that knowing they're about to go through exactly what you went through. It's an amazing feeling to be able to do that. I got to do it. I got to do it one time because the Florida sleeve, I was really the only second patient to receive that. So I got to sit with another family and tell them, Hey, this is what to expect. And you're going to be fine. You know, and I, man, when I left there, I was on top of the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man. And, and it's one of those things that the doctors and the nurses, they can tell you what they've been taught. Mm Mm-hmm but they can't tell you what it feels like. No, they can't tell you Ooh. what, what helped you or what didn't help you or what you wish you would have known. Mm-hmm. And so, and I mean, even people in my family who know people who are going through it, they can speak from that experience yeah. also, and they can help families and okay, you know, this is what it's going to be like in the waiting room. And, and so yeah, it just, it's just the ripple effect. It just keeps going and going. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. Wow. So is it wow. a small percentage of people that this happens to or I think it I think it's quite small. I don't I think a lot of times um when you hear about the athletes who die on the field who didn't know there was anything wrong or when we had a couple of, you know, people on roller coasters or something like that who just I, I remember there was one little boy it was not long before mine who was on a roller coaster and by the time the roller coaster stopped he was gone. And yeah, so, it's just that quick. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, so it's it's just something that if you don't have any idea that you have it, and and basically the way they explained it to me is it's just it. Most people have a tricuspid valve, and mine was bicuspid, so it would be like putting a door that's too small for the doorway, and you could still walk through. So mm-hmm. the blood pumps in mm-hmm. and pumps out, which is what causes the weakness in the ascending aorta, mm-hmm. which is what causes the aneurysm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Were you uh, taller than average growing up? Um, I've always been tall, but they did ask me about the Marfan. Uh, that's where I was going with that because yeah. they diagnosed me with that. And I went to Miami and I had tons of testing. I stayed down there a week and they uh-huh. poke and prodded me and everything, but they couldn't prove that I had it. But I had the detached retinas, the elongated fingers, the fingers and- all the stuff. Wow. But they couldn't prove that I had it. And I had it, you know, because Abe Lincoln had that. And that's the big thing that they say, you know, Abe Lincoln yeah. died from that. and. And so that that's pretty cool. Abe Lincoln, he died from a gunshot wound, as far as I know. No, no, but they're saying Abe Lincoln had more fans. More fans. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, they they did ask me about that when I was in the hospital, and they said something about going to Miami and being tested for it. But they said basically, <laughs> you'd be going down there to be tested to be able to prevent something that you already know you've got. So, mm-hmm. so I never did make make the trip down there. But well, no. it would have been a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, um, when I was a kid, you know, those things were, they were new. They were puzzling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think, it, I think it is something that they at least look 
for now. Mm -hmm. But when I hear somebody talking about something on the news, you know, heart related, it's like, oh, makes you wonder. Yeah, Yeah, sure does. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just thankful to be here. Amazing. I'm so glad you came and shared your, you know, this God story in your life. Amen to that. Um, it's uh, it's got to be comforting for a lot of other people too who are going through things, you know, medically and challenges that are not necessarily that easy to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, just knowing that the Lord is with them and you know walk through them, you know, with them through it through the entire event and. Um, you know, a lot of time there's so much fear that we build up uh, over surgeries and things like that. But at the end of the day, we really have to just trust in the Lord that yeah. he will bring us through. He brought us to this point, so he'll bring us through it as right. well. And and I, I was raised in the church and I've always had faith, but I have to say it definitely got stronger through that process. And fortunately for me, it wasn't that I got that faith because got me God got me to the other side of it. Luckily, I tapped into it and it wasn't anything I did, but God was absolutely there. And mm-hmm. I felt that peace at the moment that they told me about it. And it was just, this is not going to take me away. It's going to stink going through this, but just let me get started and let me come out on the other side. And that was, I just, I had that feeling from the very beginning and all the different things that I've gone through even since then, it's just strengthened it and strengthened it and strengthened it. So it's not anything that I did or I can say I always had. It's just that every time God's challenged me with one of these things, it just has made it so much stronger, so much stronger. I mean, going going through a divorce and going through counseling and trying to bring my son through it and do what was right for him when it wasn't necessarily what my, my gut was saying, I wanted to lose my mind. And you know what? It wasn't about that. And God just taught me, you know what? Stay on the high road. The view's better from up there. And <laughs> I love that. I feel that from you and, shamelessly. And, and so, I mean, my faith just, again, just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And whether it's something that, people agree with or don't agree with this is my truth and this is the road that i'm walking so Mm -hmm. that's great it's fantastic wow so and i'm so glad that you adopted a child i'm an adoptee so um you know it's a wonderful thing when people embrace a child it really is i work for a judge who one of her favorite things to do is adoptions. And she said, adopted children are the most wanted children in the entire world. Mm-hmm. And that is such a true statement. Mm-hmm. Such a true statement. I was there when he was born, stayed in the hospital with him that night, brought him home, never left my side. So he, he was born in my heart. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I'm so glad that you both found each other. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, Absolutely. Lord had all that worked out, all the little details, right, Mikey? All the little details. Man. Why you couldn't get pregnant for years. Mm -hmm. And you found out why. Yes. He made sure you didn't get pregnant for years. Absolutely. He's got things for you to do. Exactly. You think? (laughs) Wow. Sit with people in the hospital when they're going through that stuff. I'm just over here. My mind just is 
whacked out right now. I'm thinking of all the spiritual connotations, this whole story. I'm thinking about those, those labs and the autopsy. And then she just says now she's 33 years. She was 33 years old. Uh-huh. You know, well, Jesus was 33. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had not thought of that. And uh, I don't know the whole, th- I mean, I'm putting it together. You right. know, this, I mean, this story is wow. And then the two of you well. to be in the same room having experienced the same thing. Well, in the same story, because mm-hmm. 2010, when I had the aortic aneurysm in 2010, I too was going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know the story there. So that's uh, just wow. Mm-hmm. Grass oh, is greener on the other side. I wasn't by myself. It is. <laughs> I wasn't the only one in the world going through something at that time. Yep. <laughs> How about that? I think one of the keys, Jen, that 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 strikes me that, that you're in hearing the story and knowing more of the details as well is just that even after this was found and, and I wasn't in your life at the time, but but knowing those details of to those listeners out there, th- there were many trials and tribulations in in Jen's recovery, um, the 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 waiting for a doctor, I mean, to be diagnosed with that, and then the waiting for that to be done. Uh, the patience of that is, is only a Christ thing that you can God, experience. It had to be a long week, Dennis. I'm um, not going to lie. And, uh-huh. and again, I, I wasn't there, but just, just knowing Jen's family as I do yeah. now and, and wonderfully being married to her. Um, but to those listeners out there, there, there were so many trials and tribulations, even through the process of all this, that, that God carried her through. Um, but you know, there, there's complications that's going to happen with stuff like this and, and to, to stick it out and, and know that he's going to stick it out with you. So I don't know mm-hmm. if you want to elaborate on that. That's fine. That's fine. I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to uncover even more. I just, <laughs> I, I just think it's key for people to know that, that, you know, even when God begins to bring you out of that Valley, um, you know, there, there's, there's still some Hills to be climbed, right? Amen I mean, oh, yeah. there's, yeah. there's, there's a ways to mm-hmm. go with it's that. It's all a learning process. That's for sure. Absolutely. Do you find that you, uh, after going through that experience, Jen, that you have, uh, have a different approach when you um, are dealing with extremely difficult situations in your life because it changes your perspective, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which is basically what you said. Um, but, you know, there are things that we go through as human beings that are just extremely, extremely difficult, mm-hmm. hard hardships in life. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it changed your perspective for those types of situations? Absolutely. I try not to let myself go to the dark thoughts and the dark mm-hmm. places. I I know it's easier said than done, but it's the whole find thanks in everything and don't question quite so much, but just when you do, it's like I said, it's easier said than done, but, it's not, yeah. but when you are feeling the darkness starting to come in, go to the truth. Mm-hmm. You got, you, when you recognize it coming, I, I, I have words that I say, I say, I'm not going there. Yeah. Right. You got to recognize it and as it's coming. Don't let it take a hold. But, you know, and that's my thing. I'm not yeah. going there. And and I just know that God's will is above and everything. So Amen. even if even if it doesn't come out the way that I want it to, if mm-hmm. it's God's will, it's right. So mm-hmm. it's not about me. There's going to be something better coming along for myself or whoever it is that's going through it at that time. So, and I think that's what God tells us in his word is that he allows us to go through these types of situations in life 
to purify us, to refine us, you mm -hmm. know, um, it's, it's not easy going through those mm -hmm. things, but the end result is it strengthens you. It, um, brings you closer to God and it, it basically equips you mm -hmm. to deal with other things that you're going to deal with in life. Exactly. Exactly. Um, makes you stronger for sure. And he does these things. And when he does, he wants you to reach out to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You bet. That's 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 part of it is he wants you to need him. He wants you to lean on him. And doesn't matter how strong you are, every once in a while you gotta get knocked back down to remember that it's not about you, it's about him. I think this whole pandemic points to that exact point that you just made, Jen. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Hey, I want to take a second to welcome everybody on Mixler, Mr. Jay Calhoun. I see you, buddy. Thanks for uh Tuning in, you definitely tuned into a good one tonight. And uh, I see several other people up there. If you follow us on Mixler, I can see who you are and I can shout you out. So I'd love for you to follow us. And then you get the notification on Mixler that we are live and you can join us for wonderful testimonials and God stories such as these. So thank you very much. Welcome everybody on the Mixler. And if you want to give your testimony on God's Stories Radio, please feel free to reach out to us. You can either reach out to us via our website at godstoriesradio.com, or you can email me directly at godstoriesradiotina at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you, and we'd really love to hear your God stories. So please feel free to reach out. You bet. And you were talking about that uh, when we're talking to Jen about what the uh, the what it produces when you're going through this stuff and everything else in mm -hmm. Romans 5 4 5 3 it says uh, not only so but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance mm -hmm. perseverance character and character hope that was the verse I was thinking of, Mike, <laughs> because Fritz and I have lived that verse uh -huh. well, I, so I many times. I can paraphrase the verse a lot, but I wanted to get it right to the. Yeah. Yeah. That's the truth. What version was that? Yeah. Uh, NIV. NIV. Yeah. We, we really have lived that verse. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we all have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, something I had uh, with the. Last week when we, I got shut off four different times from the Wi-Fi when I was calling in, um, I had just found out a couple of days before that. And I just want to ask uh, all the uh, prayer warriors out there that listen on God Stories Radio that my brother, my younger brother, David, um, I believe he's like 12 years younger than me, uh, just found out that he has stage three lung cancer. So um, I just ask for everybody that's out there as a prayer warrior, please pray for my brother, David. Absolutely. You got it, Mikey. I know we've been passing around that for the last couple of weeks. Right. And a lot of the men have been saying I'm on it. Right. And I've been on it. So looking for a yeah, good well, report there. Buddy. Well, he had, uh, um, he went in. It happened that he just went in because he, he was coughing and actually coughed up some blood. My sister made him go to the, to the doctor's office. So they did. And they went to the hospital and he was just going to go in and have that checked and leave. Well, he went in. And he didn't leave for almost a week Wow! because when they took the biopsy in his lungs, it collapsed. Wow. And then another day or so later, he's still there and it collapsed again. So, um, but he went home from what I understand last Tuesday 
and he started his, I think, three treatments of chemo on the next day on Wednesday. And I tried calling him today because it was my day off and I haven't got a call back yet. Well, we'll keep him in prayer, Mikey. Thank no you. doubt. Absolutely. The GSR family out there. Uh, I also believe he does not know Jesus. Well, well, that's more important than anything. Uh-huh. Hey, let's put that out on the, can you put a blurb, a blurb out on the Facebook page? And that way we'll have people all around the okay. world praying. Love it. That's great. Thanks to our GSR family. Always good uh, in stepping in for immediate prayer and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Love it. Man, what a testimony. Thank you, Jen. Yes, thank you, Thank Jen. you for having <laughs> I mean, me. I appreciate it. We can sit here all night and talk about the goodness of the Lord and Absolutely. the fact that we're lucky to be sitting here mm -hmm. right now. And Amen. I always say every day is a bonus. And That's it right. really, really is. And, and if I can... I've had people at the church go, Fritz, you're just kind of status quo, man. Nothing upsets you. You know, you just, I'm just like, well, you know, the things I used to get upset about are really trivial now. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, Don't just sweat like them you. All when, small stuff. Yeah. It's all small stuff. <laughs> when I Pretty woke much. up on the other side of that, I was like, wow, mm -hmm. I got a second chance. That's right. Mm -hmm. I think that's what wisdom is, you know, mm -hmm. just having that realization. Mm-hmm. Good point. That perspective. Yeah. yeah. Right. Absolutely. And you just, just have to, well, like I try to anyways, realize that he's right there all the time. Amen. He is. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. That about does it for session 243, huh? It sure does. 243, right, Fritz? It is 243, right? It is. <laughs> y'all messing with me. He's messing with you. He's messing with me. Mikey just back messing with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's See, a I little can, punchy. Well, I know. know. I can just hang uh -huh. up on you if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Hi, you're busting my noggin in the studio. <laughs> it's good to be here. Oh, my I goodness. Love it. Me too. There again, looking dapper with the goatee, though, man. I'm, I think you should stick with that. I think I am going to for the now. Chicks dig it. <laughs> well, I don't know about that yet. <laughs> All in time, brother. All mm. in time. Mm -hmm. Again, I want to thank Dennis and Jen. Dennis, uh, check out his podcast, Cockering Business Giants podcast. I guarantee you, you will be blessed. You absolutely will. Well, that about wraps it up for session 243. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless you. God bless. God bless. God bless.